Breaking news from The Athletic. Hey, this is David Ubbin from Football and Grits, the Athletic's SEC football podcast. Here with my co-host Andy Staples, also from The Athletic, our national college writer. We got some breaking news. Auburn has fired head coach Gus Malzahn. Andy, Saturday night, Gus Malzahn was channeling uh, big Ted Lasso energy in the uh, Auburn locker room after beating Mississippi State. Sunday, he is no longer Auburn's head coach. I suppose the the question, the $21 million question, is why Auburn pulled the trigger now? How How do you feel like we got to this point? That's what I want to know. Do they have somebody on deck in the shoot that made them confident that they could do this? Because... This takes the number of combined wins by SEC head coaches against Nick Saban down to one, which would be Ed Orgeron in 2019. With the best could team Auburn ever. Be, <laughs> could Auburn be planning to push that number to three? That's the million-dollar question as well. I think, you know, this, this, this sort of, I think, has some, some shockwaves in my neck of the woods as well. I've been saying this for several weeks because for Tennessee, the people's candidate has always been Hugh Freeze. And the idea was, well, he might still be here a year from now. It didn't look like Auburn was probably going to make a move. Now it's not a matter of if, it's that Auburn made a move. Do you think this will, you know, we thought a few months ago this was going to be a quiet coaching carousel. It is officially not. Uh, do you think this will have shockwaves at other places? Well, th- I mean, if this is about Hugh Freeze, it's it's definitely a get in front of the line over Tennessee thing. Mm-hmm. And as far as the the activity of the coaching carousel goes i knew when louisiana monroe fired their coach that nobody's going to worry about money in the buyout (laughs) when the brokest school in america fires their coach nobody's thinking about the money so it's not that and it may just be that the power brokers at auburn were fed up with where auburn was at and they feel like it can be better they feel like it shouldn't be a program that loses four games a year and i get that Mm -hmm. because you know, this is a program that won a national title 10 years ago. It won the SEC seven years ago. It won the, the West three years ago. So it's not impossible at Auburn. You're not, you're not fighting windmills here. You have access to really good players. You're two hours from Atlanta. You have great facilities. You have you know, a, a donor base that's very enthusiastic as long as you're winning. So it's not like you can't win there it's not like you can't win the sec it's not like you can't win national titles so i imagine this will be a job that will be highly coveted now there is still the fact that you have nick saban coaching your rival but will nick saban be coaching your rival forever if you look around no yeah if you look around and you look at at where this goes here the assumption which it's never good to assume is like you said that there there might be some some machinations in in progress here. Certainly, you know Hugh Freeze's name will come out there. Who else do you think Auburn looks at, or who else might be sort of already talking to Auburn? I think Mario Cristobal would want this job badly. You know, this was a guy who was Nick Saban's offensive line coach at Alabama. You saw what he did in terms of rebuilding that roster at Oregon. He knows exactly what a national championship caliber roster looks like. He knows how to get there. At Auburn, you can build that roster. In fact, you're probably not far off from having it now. So that's the kind of guy that I would think would would jump at a chance 
to coach at a place like Auburn. It has to be someone who can recruit like that. Mm -hmm. If you can't recruit like that, if you've never been successful in that recruiting environment, don't even bother applying. Mm -hmm. Do you think the sort of... um, He hasn't exactly set the world on fire at Oregon. Do you think he would would get people at Auburn excited? No. They, They would not be that excited about it. But the thing is, if he does to Auburn's roster what he did to Oregon's roster, they would... They would probably be the the third most talented team or the second most talented team in the SEC. Alabama and Georgia kind of duking it out at the top. Mm-hmm. Auburn could get right in that mix, and they could be within a couple of years. It would be those three: Alabama, Georgia, and Auburn in terms of talent at the top. And then it's just a matter of coaching it. And with Cristobal, the, the question you have is: Can he win the games he's supposed to win? Because that's been the issue at Oregon. You know, last year it was the Arizona State game. This year, it was Oregon State and and Cal. They, they've got to be better at that. But if he comes in and says, this is the staff I want, this is what I can do, then I think there's a good chance that you could, you could make a convincing case. Though I still think if you're doing this, if you're Auburn, the guy who gives you the best chance of getting what you want is Hugh Freeze. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you're probably right there. And then there's the the factor of being a thorn in Nick Saban's side is is a nice addition. It's really, you know, beyond his shortcomings, it's what makes him sort of the most attractive candidate for a lot of people around the SEC, where kind of like the, the Warriors in the NBA for a while, Saban for much longer has been, he just he hovers over everything and defines everything that happens in the SEC, uh, for better or worse, and, and that's where they're at. You know, and you, you look around at, at the coaching carousel, and you can kind of see a lot of things coming. Um, not a lot really shocks you. I, I must say, this move surprised me a little bit. Gus Malz has been living on the, the hot seat for uh, like five years now. What did you make when you saw that, that, that Auburn was indeed making the move that they've been flirting with for several years? Yeah, I mean... This is kind of like Texas A&M firing Kevin Sumlin. I think it, it, that's fairly analogous. I know that Malzahn had greater ultimate success than Kevin Sumlin did at A&M, but it's sort of the same thing. School with a lot of money that tends to be somewhat volatile eventually decides we are making a change. We're tired of this. And look, you know, watching that game against Mississippi State, I don't know if this decision was already made, but – I imagine it got reinforced by the way they won Mm -hmm. against Mississippi State. I mean, they feel like they need to be destroying teams like that and then playing competitive games against Alabama. And they were not competitive against Alabama at all. And, you you know, you can point to the fact that they've won three times against Alabama since 2013, which nobody else has. But it doesn't doesn't make them feel any better. They still want to win them all. Mm -hmm. And when they're getting blown out like that, it's going to bug them. Mm-hmm. Is twenty one million the record? What is the record? It's up there, isn't it? Charlie, it, it, it's definitely up there. Charlie Weiss was, I think, around nineteen or twenty million. I don't know. If we ever got a full accounting of that because yeah. it's a private school; they don't have to say. But it, it's definitely up there with the biggest buyouts that we've seen, and it just tells you that nobody cares about the the money in the pandemic either. That they, they would have done this pandemic or no. Mm-hmm. Andy, I, I, I'm I'm told that the term for that is it just means more. That's that's I, that's what I hear. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it does. I'm pretty sure they have actually financially proven that it means more. 
It means more buyout money. It means more buyouts for your staff. Buyout because think about Kevin Steele ain't cheap. Mm-hmm. You got to pay him too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right move for Auburn. I don't know. I mean, it's a gamble. It's yeah. a roll of the dice. I I don't feel the same way about this one that I felt about Texas, where when when Texas got turned down by Urban Meyer or just told that Urban Meyer didn't want to come back to coaching, there didn't seem to be an obvious candidate on the horizon yeah. who would make things better than what it was. At Auburn, I think there are some candidates. There, there's one in particular that we mentioned, Hugh Freeze. Now, whether they're going to hire him or not is another story, but he would be the one who you just say, okay, he can get you what you want because he's done that before. And if he could, if he could do with what he did at Ole Miss – then imagine what he could do at Auburn. Now, you can say, well, the NCAA came and investigated while he was at Ole Miss. So is that going to happen at Auburn? I don't know. But I do know if you get him, you're going to have an offense that people are going to really hate to play. Thanks for joining our breaking news coverage. Go to the Athletics' new headlines section for much more on this story. To get access to all of the Athletics' great sports content, visit theathletic.com slash headline pod where you can buy a one-year subscription for yourself and get a free one-year subscription to gift to a friend. So thank you for listening, and go do that if you get a chance. It's Christmas. You should be in a giving mood.